If you had 20 minutes with a counselor, what would you ask? I'm Anna Nash. And I'm Julie Sparkman, a counselor with Restore Ministries here in Birmingham, Alabama. You are listening to Head to Heart, a podcast to help you connect what you know with how you live. Welcome. We're glad you're here. Yeah, y'all, welcome to Head to Heart. Um, It's a dreary, cool um, December afternoon, and we are in the last month of 2020. And as Julie walked in the door and we're trying to sit far apart to podcast and not touch each other's phones or pens and have all the sanitizer available, um, and we began to talk, I just felt an overwhelming sense of gratitude to get to just be in a moment with a friend where we're reflecting on truth and finding hope together. And um, I count it a great privilege to get to sit and visit with Julie as a friend. And I count it an honor that we can bring you, not just as an audience, but as people who are longing and and hoping for something new, just like we are. So as we um, jump into this conversation today, I just want to not just say welcome, I just want to say, just join our hearts um, and hear what we say, knowing that we are right where you are um, and things aren't easy. No, no, not at all. This is Julie. Um, <laughs> it, it, and somehow, isn't it so much harder when the sun is not shining? Oh, my goodness. Mm. So much harder. But, mm-hmm. um, y'all, we actually want to ask you uh, to do something you might not want to do in the first week of December, and that is take just a moment to think about January. As I was thinking about that um, this year, uh, I mean this morning, um, just as I was thinking about the weight that many people are carrying around me, um, and just thinking about how is it that the Father can help me? How can he strengthen me so that I might be able to better bear um, the burden of others around me? And as we think towards January, mm-hmm. y'all, mm-hmm. Uh, I this is when I always turn off the radio, so don't turn off the radio. But <laughs> as, I, as I think towards January, I sense um, the prediction is that it will be indeed um, a dark winter. Mm. So... Um, we want to ask you today, how are you preparing for this winter? Yeah, I think that, you know, when you said that, I know that you're not really thinking about January because it's December, but in a way, I think a lot of people had believed 2021 oh. would be different. And so a lot of people, like if I've, as I've thought about January, I've been like, oh my goodness, I'm so happy that we never have to hear 2020 again. Like, as if 2021, it's all going to change. There's going to be a vaccine. We're going to be on the other side of this. What? We've been in this a year. Surely this won't go on for past a year. Mm -hmm. So, in a way, I was welcoming a talk about January. But then just hearing your thoughts, Julie, kind of um, burst my bubble. I know. I'm like, oh, gosh, I want it to be different. We want it to be different. Yeah. You know, uh, we do. Um, but we we've gotta we gotta be in reality, and we're getting such heavy doses of reality uh, every day with mm-hmm. the news. So let's let's think though. Let's think towards January, and let's think about preparing, getting ready, mm-hmm. 
strengthening ourselves yeah. because you know, history shows us it is always in these dark times, always, mm. that we experience reformation. Yes. And so, believers, uh, this is our opportunity. And I know, I know what you're thinking, you guys. I know you're thinking, I'm barely hanging on myself. So that's what we wanted to talk to you about today, because at Restore, uh, we want to help you do two things. Number one, we want to help strengthen your own soul, mm-hmm. so that you can, number two, reach out to help strengthen others. Mm. I really think that um, last March, when you put out six weeks of same thinking, okay, can y'all even think about last March? Y'all, I, this morning, I could not think of one thing about my life about June, July, or August. I was like, wait, mm. what was summer? What did mm. I do this summer? Mm. What were we doing? Yeah. So if you can try really hard to think about what life was uh, pre-COVID, um, that's actually when Julie wrote Six Weeks to Same Thinking. And we just thought it would be dealing with our everyday insanity before we layered it up with 2020 insanity. But then something happened. Julie, you want to tell them what happened with Six Weeks, what we did? Well, then um, we got the idea because no one was going to be able to go to Bible studies. Those were all shut down. So we thought, okay, um, how about if we form virtual Bible studies, which is such a joke for me to be thinking of such an idea because you know I am <laughs> the least tech person there is. Yes. So you know that that idea had to come from the Holy Spirit to encourage people not just to listen to of the free uh, dispensing of six weeks of the same thinking each week, but also we encouraged men and women both to form together groups. And we had 120 groups form all across, not just Birmingham, but gosh, all different states, etc. And um, they would meet together once a week after they watched the uh, audio or the video, and um, they met together and processed questions. So, um, sadly, uh, it appears that we might be looking at a similar situation. Right. Yeah, well, I love Zoom. Mm-mm. said said no one ever <laughs> like we liked it the first time we zoomed with our friends and we thought this was cool yeah just like a lot of things in the first round of pulling back in mm-hmm. were sort of novel like well this is cool well the thought of doing it again there's no novelty to it there's nothing like this is different I can't imagine any kind of and so I'm just like oh no I can't I can't do it but at the same time Mm-hmm. That I don't. We we believe at Restore that this is the way it's going to go, and we can push back or we can. If you can't beat them, join them. So we believe that six weeks of same thinking really blessed our folks before, and so there's an opportunity to, to use that model again with some new rich material. We are preparing now to offer a brand new um, study beginning on January nineteenth of this next year. Um, I'm going to be live streaming from Redeemer Community Church here in Birmingham. And uh, each talk is going to be 30 minutes or under, that's a promise, (laughs) and available for one week, uh, probably from this podcast, the way we did it before, and that'll last for six weeks. Right. And the new title? Uh, The new title, drum roll please, um, is called From the Inside Out, Why Your Heart Matters More Than What You Do. Uh, um, Just the title alone, I think we all long for heart change, and um, we long for our hearts to be penetrated with what 
touches God's heart. And so just the title alone meant so much to me, Julie. You know, I hate to say this, but I think you're kind of unusual. We all, yeah, yeah, because you're, we all long for heart change. I think, to be honest, what I deal with a lot, what I deal with in me is we all long to deal with change. Change change. of behavior. I just want to do better. I want to, I want to do better. But when I think of heart, that's, that can feel overwhelming. It can feel very overwhelming. And at the same time, you, you have taught us through idle addiction, unhitching from the crazy train, that you know, long-lasting change that has sustainability comes from the heart. And so maybe half of our audience is thinking, just tell me what to do. The other heart has tasted what it feels like for God to change your heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how about with that in mind, Anna, um, why don't you read a little bit about what that's about? I would love to. Y'all, as we were preparing for this podcast, since I knew very little about the new study that was in Julie's mind that will come through her. that's exactly where it is right now. <laughs> come through it's her. in my mind. Come through her hand on that legal pad. Um, mm-hmm. I said, I just need a course description so that I can familiarize myself with the new course and then talk to the um, folks about it. Which so, is, by the way, it's hard to write about a description about something that doesn't yet exist. <laughs> it's like describing a baby that you've never met. But... But I went on ahead and, and named him anyway. So you go on ahead and describe Well, him. I'll tell all about tell it. Tell what it is, yeah. Um, so, but as I got the email back and I was trying to put it in my own words, I was like, what the heck? I'm not going to put this in my own words. I love the way this sounds. And so I'm just going to read y'all. Just pretend like you're opening your my Anna Nash email and you have an email from Julie Sparkman. So I'm going to read you the title again and tell you what she said to me in that email. The title is From the Inside Out, Why Your Heart Matters More Than What You Do. From an early age, we learn to attune ourselves to what is outside of us. We become experts at reading the room, looking for what is expected, and then meeting that expectation so that we will be loved by others and protected from pain. Even the Christian life can be focused on learning and doing the right thing, the expected thing, leaving us hoping our hearts will catch up with our behavior. But behavior doesn't change a heart. It reveals it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. I just heard the, the two phrases that really jumped out to me that where we, we can all relate is that we want to be loved by others and we don't want to feel pain. Mm-hmm. Thank you for putting that in there. Mm. Yeah. So how then, um, how then do we become aware? How do we learn about the heart? Um. Mm. Because this is the thing, okay? If if I asked you, Anna, on any given day, what do you need to get done today? Hmm. Chances are uh, you could answer me that really, really quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. As a matter of fact, she could answer that question a whole lot faster than me. Um, but if I asked you instead, what's the state of your heart today, Anna? Mm-hmm. I think I'd get kind of a blank stare. Um, And that's an indication that we are living our lives from the outside Mm -hmm. in. Yeah. Very aware of what's going on outside of us. What we need to do, what we need others to do, what circumstances are doing. And then we make our choices based upon this, which is very disconnected to what's going on inside of us. Mm -hmm. 
because again, we're focused from the outside on the outside. Right. It's like, again, we're driving down that highway at, um, 70 miles an hour. No, no, no. 65 miles an hour, (laughs) not 70 miles an hour, 65 miles an hour. And all we're doing is looking at that windshield and thinking about our destination, but never looking at the indicator lights on the car, which of course y'all know, I've talked about that a ton before. So helpful though. Mm -hmm. But this is more zoning in again on Proverbs 423. Guard your heart for from it flows all you do. Mm. All right. What's it saying there? What that's saying there is is that we need to be living from the inside out. So totally different way of life and um you know even with six weeks to same thinking i found that uh obviously because it was it was it was was a lot of cognitive work Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. i i found myself though since that time god has taken me on much more of a journey of examining the way in which life trauma circumstances events have impacted me, have impacted my heart, Mm -hmm. and that that needs to be looked at as well as the way that I'm thinking. Because, of course, when the Scripture says guard your heart, it's referring both to the way Mm -hmm. that you feel, Mm -hmm. to your feelings, as well as your thoughts. And so I think that, again, six weeks of same thinking was heavy on thought. Heavy, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now what I want to do is I want to move more heavy into heart. Mm, Thank you. So um, I have jotted down just a couple of things that I think this is going to be about. Um, And I really, I really want to listen because I know even in your sharing about this new course, we can draw some principles from it that will encourage us right now in this moment. So thank mm -hmm. you as you, even in the description, you teach us and I appreciate that. Okay. All right. Well, first off, um, what is it? What does it mean to live a disconnected life when we're not aware of our heart, but we focus instead on where we need to be going? Um, we end up feeling disconnected from where we're headed. Um, and again, as I said in the description, it's a it's a matter of hoping that our heart will catch up uh, with what we're doing, um, but not necessarily i don't i don't think that we can bank on that so the the first the beginning is the disconnected life and what does that feel like um second we're going to be talking a little bit about guarding our hearts from foolish or evil messages messages that we received in the past and also messages that we can receive in the present often when we're talking about guarding our hearts in christendom people are often think about that means turn off the television when it's a bad scene or something like that. But really, guarding your heart is much more about understanding the work of the evil one and how he penetrates us from those messages much more, not, not as more, more from those we love and those who have been unkind to us mm-hmm. um, than from the television. Mm-hmm. And it's not just in the past but it's also in the present. And so learning what does it mean to connect deeply, live vulnerably, and yet be guarding my heart from foolish or evil messages.
I am so excited. And just the word that came to mind just when you were saying that is the word program. Like, we've been programmed mm-hmm. by our stories mm-hmm. and by the voices of others mm-hmm. and also the voices of the evil one and our own inter- internal personal voices of how we speak to ourselves and the things that we believe about ourselves. And so I'm really excited about these truths that you're teaching us that it's going to be an opportunity for a reprogramming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, and again, I, I know that that's a, that's a scary thought to think about what have mm-hmm. been some of the messages. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, these things are impacting us, whether we choose to look at them or not. The impact is there according to the scriptures, and we know this from life as well. It is there. And mm-hmm. so we're not doing a deep psychoanalytic dive, mm-hmm. but merely asking the Spirit to, to reveal to us what is it that we have perhaps been living off of, messages from the past and how to, how to not be repeating that in the future. Mm-hmm. Another thing that you mentioned earlier um, that we're going to be talking about is developing a posture of curiosity over condemnation. Uh, such a good point. We know not to condemn others, but it is unbelievable to me when I am in the counseling room, the voices that, the way that I hear clients speak to themselves. Yeah, yep. That even about the, the things that they might be thinking, you know, oh, that is so stupid. I can't believe I'm still hurting over this. It's ridiculous. I, we all do that. Mm-hmm. I know I do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. That voice of condemnation shuts down any degree of mm-hmm. curiosity. If we speak to ourselves like that, our minds, just like a kid, if a kid had a mean teacher that said, I can't believe that you don't know how to do that problem. I've already told you that once before. That kid's brain completely shuts down. Mm-mm. The exact same thing happens to us. Mm-hmm. When we're doing this exploratory work, if we are harsh with the stuff that comes up and berate ourselves, then we do the exact same thing. It goes back into hiding. But if instead we can say, huh, whoa, what's that about? Mm-hmm. Where did that come from? Versus, how can you be so foolish to still be thinking that when you know, dot, dot, dot. All right? Mm-hmm. So one thing is, oh, watch that voice. Um, a posture of curiosity um, about what's within us. We're going to be talking about how shaming our longings very much works against us. And also to teach us, here's some weird counseling type of words, okay, but to teach us to have compassion um, for ourselves. Compassion for mm-hmm. ourselves, mm-hmm. it is not wrong, it is necessary. Yeah, right. The scripture says it. We will love others to the degree that we love ourselves, but oh, is that just weird to think about Wow, having compassion on ourselves. It is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that... Um, I'll say this. I see what you're saying is that curiosity is the door. Curiosity is the door that opens up the opportunity to see ourselves as God sees us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I've had people say to me before um, when we kind of kicked around uh, the launching of this material, 
um, I was working with a team and one of the people said, what if I don't want to see? Mm-hmm. What if I don't want to see what's in my heart? Um, what if I don't want to think about some of those root core messages um, that I might have received as a child uh, through circumstances that might be were thrust upon me and I was not taught because nobody knew to do that. I wasn't taught how to navigate through it. So I developed some really, really false and dangerous ideas that I had no idea I'm still carrying. That's some scary stuff. Mm. Um, if I did not believe that we had a big God and a spirit that leads us, Amen. I wouldn't touch this with a 10-foot pole. I wouldn't be teaching it, and I sure wouldn't mm. be doing it. Mm. Um, but the truth is, y'all, we all know. We all know. It is our heart that's guiding us. We must become familiar with what's in there and do that without without fear. Our Father is kind. Yeah. He is kind. And it is my prayer that this process will be a gentle one, a kind one, um, where where one does not feel confused, overburdened, and overwhelmed, but mm. becomes a little bit familiar. It's okay. We're just going to kind of stick our toe in the water, uh, be there, and learn more about what's going on inside of us. I love it. It just sounds so gentle, and it sounds very um, warm and inviting, the Father's heart for this and the way you describe it, Julie. And I love so much the idea that he's not going to send me anywhere emotionally, Mm -hmm. that he doesn't go with me. And the word sustaining comes to mind. That the thought of scariness is that I'm not being sustained there. Mm-hmm. But if he's opening the door to that, and that's his path mm-hmm. to joy mm-hmm. and to a, a, a rich and free life, mm-hmm. that he will not ask me to go anywhere emotionally, that he is not already gone and will not, um, he will walk with me and he will be there at the end, whatever it looks like. We're not alone. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. And so. Again, y'all, this is just about us thinking through, praying through, how do we prepare, strengthen ourselves for the winter that's ahead? And it's our prayer that this study might be a part of it and also that we would put it forth to you now so that you can be thinking and praying. Are there three, four people that you might want to pull together uh, for six weeks to go through this? Uh, with us we hope so yeah absolutely and that and just to offer you some of God's truth and promises that are going to be there for you as this continues that there's going to be some um just some things you can hold on to some anchors you're not going into 2021 in the madness alone Mm -hmm. um and so we're here with you with these truths that we've discovered on our own make a tremendous amount of difference so like Julie said grab your friends be thinking about who that is and we are praying for you, and we so look forward to um, doing this in community with you. And we will be back in touch, just kind of letting you know a little bit about um, as this continues to take shape. Thanks. Y'all have a good day. Hey, Head to Heart listeners, I have a question. Have you ever shared one of these podcasts with a friend or loved one? Here's another question for you. Have you ever deeply been impacted by some of the things that we've shared? If you answered yes to either of these, 
we would like to invite you to be a part of building this podcast by giving back. Julie, tell them how to do that. Well, first off, I just really want to say, um, I want to thank you yeah. for being a part. Um, mm-hmm. That means a lot to us, and it helps us impact more, um, because that that really is our heart, is to build the kingdom. Right. So, if you want to be a part of that, if you would go to our website at restore-ministries.org, there is a donate button on the homepage, or if you go to the show notes, we also have a donate button there, and um, you can do it there. And again, thanks in advance. Yeah, we appreciate y'all. Hi, my name is Mandy Miller, and I'm the Products and Resource Coordinator at Restore Ministries. For more information, to order products, or to connect with us, please visit our website at restore-ministries.org. Also, we are a nonprofit ministry and we rely on donations from people like you to fulfill our mission. If this podcast or any part of our ministry has been an encouragement to you, please consider donating by going to our website. Thank you for listening to Head to Heart.